0: All right, welcome to the Invictus podcast, episode 22. Is it 22? It is 22. Are you sure? Positive.
1: So we had our 21st and we didn't get to celebrate. Oh, uh, we had our 20th and we <laughs> celebrated. <laughs> <laughs> and we had your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. But I'm feeling better now. I'm not coughing. I won't be coughing All in, in the microphone. Hopefully.
0: One can only hope.
1: <laughs> I hope so. Yes, I hope so. How's your week been? Good. Very
0: good. Very good.
1: Very good. I know that uh, Craig's had a good training week.
0: I've had a great training week.
1: Who commented
0: on your story today? Terry Crew. Oh my oh, god. We're practically best friends now.
1: Yes. That is awesome. Really I was exciting. I was shocked. I, I was, was like just happy that I made that one. I didn't even realise that it was videoing and I come running in to grab a piece of equipment for a PT and it's like Duncan. Yeah, she she <laughs> waxed She
0: whacked me on the belly while I was doing holly holes. <laughs> so that was fun. Did
1: you feel six pack? Help helping out. Mate. <laughs> she
0: wouldn't have got through the, the flab there at the moment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did that was a good <laughs> oh, thing. I did, but it was just quiet. <laughs> you know it's not
1: like when you're really tense and someone whacks you in the to <laughs> 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 come out from somewhere. Well, that's
0: it, yeah, I was holding my breath pretty good so.
1: Training this week's been pretty
2: good, oh actually.
0: Training's I been think... great this week. I don't know, I've had a great training week. Well, You've had that, a great training yeah, week. Yeah, Have you had a great training week, Brie? I've
2: only trained twice. That's I've okay. I've done a lot of Pilates stuff. I've done Pilates but, every day. But that's still training. Oh, I know, but don't I've not really doing it. Don't pick yourself up about that. No. That's still training.
1: I've been doing it, but I mean, i did. I did, I did a few sessions in the shed. Well, last week, yeah, because yeah. I had the cold, yeah. I pretty much only had the cough. <laughs> I got the black lung, pop. <laughs> Yeah, well, I only trained twice, I think, mm-hmm. or maybe once here. Yep. The rest I trained at home. Yeah. Um, last week's training was all about um,
0: surviving. Yeah, <laughs> just and getting I, through it. Went
1: into each each session, going, oh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Take each rep, but, uh, just take yeah. take each. Each, each rep as it goes. Just yeah. see, see how it goes. It's, we'll see how we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Um, and I actually had a really good training week. I had some solid lifts in there, so I was really really pleased. I think at one point I wanted to cry because I don't know how I got through it, and it was really good. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I didn't die. <laughs> but this week was pretty solid because. Um, Felt
0: better. Good. It, it's really funny though, because sometimes when you do feel the worst, just your expectation for training so low, like you, your expectation is to just survive it and get through it. But then you really surprise yourself and end up hitting some pretty decent yeah. lifts. You just didn't think you could.
1: Yes. I just didn't think I had it in me. I'm mm. like, oh, well, but my, my attitude was like, well, this isn't going to happen today. It was more like, oh, we'll, we'll see how this goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um, it was just, let's do one rep. One rep. And the good thing about it is, it you know, the, the good thing that I got out of that week was um, it's you could feel the best you ever felt and hit a session mm. and fuck it up. Yeah. 100%. You put 110%. I'm going to put 110% into this. And I, I, I went into like, especially that Wednesday one, that Wednesday session thinking it's only 75%. So you only need 75% effort. Yeah, just make it clean, and every rep was just on the money. Like, it was, I was like, I was actually looking at the camera (laughs) in my shed, and then looking around the shed, like, Did did you see that? Did you just see that? Like, Mm. that was awesome. It was just like, Okay, you actually can just relax and move into the positions, yeah, and it works.
0: But the days, the days where you are feeling your best, and you go in the gym, and you're like, Yes, I'm gonna hit this, and then you don't or it's a bit clunky and then you feel really deflated
2: yeah. and
0: you feel really bad about it and you can beat yourself up. Definitely. And conversely, like we just said, you have those you have those days where you feel terrible mm. and you could lift the exact same, but you're not going to feel bad about it just because of that expectation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was just like, yeah, virtually, um, I've got that, uh, we've been talking about intentions and I've got that written on my whiteboard at home and it's intentions and then there's a few like lines underneath there and then um, it, the last thing says move the bar like it's the same from the start mm. of the weight to the end of the weight, like no okay. matter what the weight is, move yep. it the same.
2: same.
1: So um, it was very much that mantra when I went into that session of yeah. you've only got 75% today, you only need 75% of the effort, you've got that in yep. you and then let's just take one rep at a time. So That's good. It ended up being good. Session, which is surprising. So it kind of carried on when I feel, felt better. Yeah. This week. Yeah. There was a couple of days where I didn't lift quite as well, and I did have a lot of traps things going on. But I think that was from sniffing still, <laughs> not being able to get my breath out of out of my upper chest. Yeah. Um. But they still didn't. I still wasn't phased by it. It Wasn't like, oh, Now I'm back down, going down the circle, like the roller coaster ride of lifting. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, <laughs> but um yeah, you know, it was good. It was a good week.
0: How's how's work been this week? How's coaching been?
2: Coaching's been fun. Like I, well, I, I feel like I'm always in a good mood when I get here super early. Anyway, like if I've got to teach mornings, but I'm, um, um, I'm enjoying working from home. Like I feel like at the start, I thought it might have been a bit weird, like because you're watching people on a screen and you're not physically there with them. But mm. I'm actually enjoying it, and it's still got an atmosphere. Like, because people are still bantering and chatting and... So you don't actually feel like you're so far away from everyone. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I think they've had a good week. I think they've had a very leg-heavy or leg-dominant sort of week. But I, I know, it's like, like, smash
1: their legs, smash their legs, smash yeah. their leg, and now your upper body is yeah. going to feel the same. But
2: they're always feeling pretty... Chipper? Yeah. Like, you ask them how they're going, and they're like, oh, how's your body feeling? And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, like, generally just feeling a bit stiff. But, mm.
0: like... I feel yeah. like this week moods have been really good considering how poor of a week the weather's been it's been really cold it's been really wet um you know we're three weeks into lockdown now so like my expectation was people probably gonna start feeling like worse like i've definitely started feeling that whole groundhog day sort of feeling a little bit but um yeah i've been really surprised with how chipper everyone is yeah everyone's very positive and yeah i think so yeah I found that at least anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess my my week's been a little different because I've been feeling better, so I've found, mm. like, everything's been really good. Yeah. And everybody on the Zoom's mm. been really good, and they're like, hey, I can do it yesterday. How about I do, can I do this? And I'm like, yeah, sure, I know, let's mm. do that. And yeah. Then, but I feel like last week I didn't realize that I was feeling so yeah. sh- shocking. So this week's just been, like, um, a double bonus week of, yeah, cool. Right. Yeah. Let's get stuff done and I'll clean yeah. stuff
0: out and done stuff. And... Yep. Have we got any, um, like, sort of client successes this week? Like, any wins that anyone's had in class or as a PT or...?
1: Um, I think that, um, look, we, we've been very specific in giving the guys in class loads of um, goals and objectives to their workouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I... I find that doing that especially right now it gives gives them like especially right now when they're training alone. Mm-hmm. This is the object- objective of the workout. Yeah. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I want you to try and achieve. It gives them they're an expectation about the reason behind what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Yeah, so they're going into the workout going, "All right, I'm aiming for this." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've given them something to actually think about to do the workout rather than People perform just
0: better when they know the why behind what they're doing it's like it's like anything if you ask someone to do something at work or you ask a child to do something it's like if you tell them why you want them to do it they're like oh okay that makes sense yeah Yeah.
1: well this is what i want and this is what i want you to try and work out during this workout like last night was a sprint workout Mm. today was um um a a longer workout but we'll talk we talked more about intensity and mm-hmm. having intensity per round. So they only virtually got two or three rounds mm-hmm. out of the workout, but mm-hmm. we wanted them to have 30 seconds break, enough time to think about it and attack the workout in the same manner they t- attacked the first round. Yeah. So it, that was their, their intention for that. So then we mm-hmm. had the lifting stuff and yeah. we've really been drumming into them about don't just go heavy for heavy's sake, don't just keep it's not about a competition of a how heavy you can do each complex. Mm-hmm. It's about getting the complex right yeah. and moving right for the whole of the complex. And if you're doing this, this, and this, don't go up. So yep. there was a lot of boundaries yep. as well. And so I think that's um, made them think exactly the same as the stuff that I've been working on for myself, is that intention. Yep. So given those intentions, and I think that's... Carried it along really well.
2: Mm, I really liked to teach. I think I had cleans on Wednesday. Wednesday? Was it Wednesday? Yes. Really liked that one. I think everyone did really well. But at time, it's hard with them too because they're limited with what weight plates they've got. Yep. So like for Jacko, he's only got 10 kilo plates or 20 kilo plates. So he can only do like a yeah. 40 kilo or 60 kilo sort of snow. Um. And then they did front wrap lunges. I think they're finding, because we've been focusing on... Front rack lunges, but lunging backwards instead of forwards. So I think they've um, realized that it's not much of a bad... Like, I think they've already had that misconception, like, oh, how are we going to go with this because we don't lunge with the back leg? But I think they've surprised themselves with how well they could do that movement.
1: Yeah. With that weight? Yeah. Yeah. And it gets them a little bit more comfortable in that front rack, and it also gets Mm. them to be a little less... um, uh, sh- a shoulder dominant where they're holding the bar yeah. up and just squeezing the shit out of it with their yeah. shoulders and their hands and they can relax into their legs a little bit, which mm. really helps with everything else. Yeah. Mm. Use, your Use your legs. Yeah. Use your legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think this week's been good. But mm. like I said, my, my my I've been feeling much better. So yep. this week has been better for me overall anyway.
0: Yeah. We've had a really good week, um, on the Muay Thai front, just with the two-on-ones being able to individualize things a lot more for people. So a lot of the guys and girls have been really enjoying that even on the zoom calls, trying to individualize things because we're not having very big zoom calls. It's because we've got the two-on-ones, a lot of people are coming in and making the most out of them. So on the zoom calls, we're generally getting two or three. So it's easy to, easy to, uh, coach them and give them individual things to work on opposed to, Hey guys, like we're doing this combination Mm. instead. Hey, I want you to do this. I want you to do this. That's been really cool. That's been pretty good. Yeah. I had, um, I just want to, I don't know if he listens to this. He might not, but one of the boys from the, uh, Scorps soccer club that I play for, I've just been doing some nutrition work for him for the last four weeks. He's actually a PT, um, Cotty, Jaden Cot. Um, and he's lost like three kilos in the last four weeks. Just by like, literally, the only thing Ooh. I've done really is holding him accountable. It's like, these are the calories you should eat. This is the protein you should eat. And just like each week, just having a quick 15-minute call and being like, hey, man, what's been happening? Are you following it? Are you yeah. fucking up? What's good? What's bad? must been really good.
1: What's
0: working? What's not? So yeah, hopefully- um, yeah. Once, well, even before before we get back to normality and having people in, if people do want to jump on with any of us and start just doing some more accountability stuff, just hit us up. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: pers- personally, um, clients have been good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Denise, my super family, Denise, we've spoken to on the um, on the podcast before. Uh, we tried some different strategies with her and uh, her husband with weight loss, and they wanted to try something completely different. Ran it past me. I told them, you know, bits and pieces about how I've done um, intermittent fasting before, and they they're doing it. They're similar to Jacko. The five two. Oh yeah. Yeah eight, yeah. So they're, um and finally getting. Denise to get some more steps up, bloody blah blah blah. blah. Mm. But she had a really good loss this week, so good. it's 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 caught all up. And um, her hubby's uh lost five and a half kilos so far as well. So good training, stuff. Yeah, wow. they're training. Yeah, they just they just call in with me the day that they weigh in, tell mm. me how they're going. Yeah. When we have our catch up for our session, they'll just say. What's been working, what's been not? And, yep. and I just give them, you know, general, be careful of this. How about when um, the bachelor's finished, you should start doing some steps in the evening <laughs> or whatever? Yeah, I but, think.
0: Yeah. But the, the big highlight and the common theme is just that accountability is yeah. them checking in with you every week once they jump on the scales. And that's the mo- most important thing most people need if they're not very self driven yeah. and self motivated, is just having someone to hold them accountable whether it be an accountability buddy who's doing the same sort of yeah. goal or a coach both both work but I, yeah I think everyone works better off that way even ourselves so. like yeah. when I've had a coach you know Tony's got Lester yeah. I'm sure she finds she's trains better and yeah. what not having having Lester. oh
1: I love doing the zoom calls I don't I, I don't I don't <coughs> quite get I, I sorry I do understand some people who yeah. find them intimidating when they' are all fit, we like um the group scenario on a group on a zoom calls, not for them, but I don't understand how people don't get anything out of it. Yeah. I, I don't even like, like I said, that day that I felt really terrible and were just like, that was a zoom call day. Mm. Um, and I was just like that 75% thing. I wasn't really interactive that day with the zoom. I had it on. Um, but they were laughing and there was banter and they were talking and, um, yes we had a bingo night coming up with them and, and just uh, an american lifter lifting on the weekend with them and they were just laughing and talking about uh, i don't know general stuff but the the mood was cheery mm. so it, it wasn't really that i was getting a lot of coaching or getting extra yeah, yeah. feedback or any of that it was just that I was in that group scenario where the yeah. mood was good.
0: But even aside from when you're on the Zooms, you're still like filling out your app with all your weights yeah. and sending your yeah. videos through. So yeah. you still have, aside from the Zoom sessions, you still have Lester holding you accountable yeah. if you don't fill out the app, if you don't like, send hey, through hey. videos. Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah. So you got him holding you accountable yeah, at yeah. all times. So
1: Denise has lost
0: 4.5. Yeah, nice work. Yeah,
1: so she's enjoyed, they've been doing that. Good work, Denise. Oh. Um,
0: Sarah Boyle as well, actually. Um, she's fucking killing it at the moment. She's kind of found what's worked for her, and um, she's been losing sort of half a kilo to a kilo every week for the last wow. two months. Like she's at, which, like, not being able to come here at training because she's in stage four lockdowns, not yeah. able to travel for training. She's not really focusing so much on training right now. The one thing she can control is her nutrition, yeah. and she's working from home and all cool. that sort of stuff. She's nailed that. So if, awesome. if Sarah's listening, good work, proud um, of you. T- I tell you one
1: thing that was really good this week. That's um not
0: diet related. So I had Nikki in and Nikki is back doing
1: proper box jumps. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So Nikki. Proper box jumps on a wooden box. Wow. To the proper height. Wow. In a workout.
0: So Nikki had, was it a rico, knee Rico, wasn't it? Rico? ACL. ACL reconstruction. Uh, pff, okay. A while ago. Oh, a while ago. Oh, a while enough. ago. Um, yes.
1: A while ago. So we've been doing some... Um, visual stuff with her and some stuff because she like mental stuff virtually because she will still call this is my bad leg or this is my bad knee yeah and i'm like no no that actually your knee is fixed your knee is actually fixed you had surgery for that so it's not bad yeah Mm -hmm. and we've been working on that kind of that scenario rather than just physical um, and now she's doing proper box jumps. Wow! I know in a workout.
2: That's cool. In sets of good
1: job. I know, so that's a Aww. huge win. And we, she came in yesterday, Thursday. Yeah. Yes, yesterday. Mm. And it was rained mid workout. It was no. started pouring because we know we're outside, um, and she still continued to box jump on the <laughs> wet box. Like gives
0: me anxiety. <laughs> yeah, it's giving me anxiety Same. too. I
2: fucking why I know, but <laughs> like, like normally
1: that. Uh, normally that would be a huge like, A fucking scalp. I know. <laughs> but how good is that? That she's gone past that mental yeah. mental barrier she's and like, the rain isn't even bother her that's and so cool. she kept on good job doing those
0: bear in mind it wasn't actually like it sounds much worse than what it was yeah. it was like it was like a light spri- it, wasn't like hail. it was like a light it was like a light sprinkle of she rain so it wasn't like it wasn't like there was puddles on the box and it was like a health <laughs> health and safety hazard <laughs> so we're so yeah.
1: hardcore here yeah no no. <laughs> no but she continued the workout while yeah. it
2: started to rain and continued to jump on that's the box
0: that's so good so huge Huge congratulations to everyone this week who's uh, who's killed it. Um, The next thing we have is we have just come to the conclusion of our four-week step challenge. So the the challenge was ten thousand steps per day minimum, minimum minimum for for four weeks. Um, Everyone had to post it on to Instagram to remain accountable. Mm -hmm. Just speaking about accountability.
1: Uh, We had some great. Um, response with that we had quite a few people who continued um some people haven't even said are we done yet some people some people are. well
0: they they formed that habit and they're just continually going with it now which is really cool a
1: couple of people have messaged me and said we hit the end like when was the end again we we should should just keep saying no no (laughs) we haven't i swear it was four weeks no no Um, So we're keen if you guys that are listening want to continue 10,000 steps, keep keep sending it in. We'll keep putting it up on our socials every time that you do it. You can still call it hashtag step challenge. If you want that accountability, there's some accountability to keep it going for you. We
0: are going to devise another challenge uh, yet to be confirmed, but we will have another challenge, another four week challenge for you guys. So uh, yeah, if you are a bit like, hopefully everyone's still loving it but if you are a bit over the steps and you want to mix it up we will have something different for you um so honorable mention
1: honorable mention so um the honorable mention goes out to marcus Uh, marcus is an absolute legend he gets it in his mind that he want what he wants to do and he and he accomplishes it so during this step challenge he decided that he was going to do 40,000 steps in one day the only time that i've ever come close to doing that many steps in one day was when i was in new york Mm. and i was sightseeing like yeah
0: so you're walking like from start of the day to finish
1: yeah so i was actually like i think i nearly killed my mom and dad that day like pretty much they needed a rest like that was virtually we sat in a cafeteria in the rockefeller and ate just quickly because we were just going like yeah so much to see oh, so, so much, much to do, to do. Was so, was so anyway so imagine that scenario and nearly you know cooking yourself for doing that yeah but marcus decided to do it in the middle of isolation just in back of smash can't leave the town and did the steps i think in the morning he did eighteen thousand just on the treadmill which is what? Oh, I don't know. Crushing my soul, thinking that he did that. Like I don't. That's that's um. It's a few it's, steps. That's some um, serious um mental goings on. I remember running in the on the old days back in the morning yeah. and be like, yeah, I'm gonna do five k on the treadmill <laughs> today.
0: That's boring as <laughs> hell.
1: Boring is boring. Like switching songs on my iPad every like three <laughs> seconds. But he's done eighteen thousand steps on that before.
0: And then gone on to do another...
1: Yeah, gone to work, worked that day, did all his col- uh, calls walking, mm-hmm. um, but did go into work and then did 40,000 steps.
0: So if if anyone out there says that they don't have time to get uh, yeah. like a minimum of 7,000 or 10,000 steps per day, Marcus is a testament to that because he's gone and done 40,000. Marcus has his own business. Has he has two room. young girls. Yeah,
1: he's um, home school, so he's helping yeah. out... His white, lovely wife, with
0: that. So if if Marcus can get forty thousand steps, he got up anyone else can. Yeah, yeah, anyone else can get ten thousand steps.
1: Because he decided that he was going to do that. He set his alarm, got up earlier. Marcus to... is
0: one of those people. If he says he's going to do something, he will do it. Yeah. He'll put like he puts his mind to it, and it's like he's going to achieve that. I don't think I don't think he's ever really said anything since he's been a member of our gym and be like, yep, yeah, I'm going to do this, and then pulled away from it and not done it yeah. yeah not stuck with it yeah so
1: so he gets an honorable mention um because the the steps the step challenge we didn't actually just pick someone out like it wasn't like we chose the person who won we put them so in it's been like
0: completely a, random a yeah, randomizer
1: yeah we put all the names in a randomizer and just pulled um and then let the let that do it do the yeah, okay, So there was no bias involved. No. But we wanted to give a special shout-out to Marcus. Uh, so Craig's got the steps over there. If we go for the 30 days, Marcus did. Marcus got
0: 571,105 f- total steps. In 30 days. Again, 571,105 steps in 30 <laughs> days. That is insane.
1: So um, we averaged that out to 19,000. Nineteen thousand and thirty-seven per, per day. That's what he did to total that amount of steps.
0: Nineteen, yeah, nineteen thousand steps a day.
1: Now I wouldn't recommend if you're not doing any walking to go out and do. Oh 80, yeah, don't go, don't on go from, day. don't go from zero you to. it be very sore, and yeah. I know that you guys would think, "Oh, it's only walking; it should be fine." It'll, um, it'll fuck it will you not. up. It'll, it'll fuck you up. So don't just go out and do that. Um, but Marcus did. Um, do a 30,000 that week as well. And uh, and he was averaging.
0: He's been hitting some pretty big days. He's he's had a few that have been sort of, you know, just over 10 when he's been super busy, but on the moat, like, yeah, I would say he's, yeah, if like that's averaging out all of them, but he's had a lot of days where he's in the 20,000 mark. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I think there was, I think when we were adding them up, there was only one day that was just on 10,000. Yeah. Yeah. The rest rest were all close
2: to 20. Yeah. So 16,000 in there. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, a twelve,
1: maybe. There's a in there. Yeah. 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 So he's actually uh, built up to this. So don't go yeah. ahead and do that. He's so good. we're gonna we're gonna um, actually give Marcus. We're
0: gonna chuck him some, some apparel. Apparel
1: for doing so well. Yeah. Woohoo! Well good done, job, Marcus.
0: Alex. So then we have two other winners. Um, Are we
2: gonna
0: do number one, number two We'll uh, right. go number two. So number two. Runner up. Um, run up, um, run up is is Kaz. So, Kazi Kaz gets a month free of training. Um, Kaz, yeah, like like everyone smashed it ten thousand over ten thousand every single so day.
1: So, works here.
0: Pretty good going too, because yeah. she's, she's got two young, two young boys, two
1: young children, young, young, young children. She lives out in the never nevers, so she's walked like a lot of steps with. Um, a she's pike, been doing trail walks. A bike yeah, and yeah. a pram and a. Um, two kids in tow to get those 10,000 steps every day. Um, there's been a few times that she has messaged me and she's walking around and around and around her kitchen just to finish off, yeah. but she made it. Mm-hmm. Um, like everybody else, did really, really well um, and hopefully has created such a good habit that that will continue.
0: Yeah, yep, absolutely. Good work, Cassie, you done well. Uh, and then the, the, winner. the winner. The winner is. <laughs> the winner is. Uh, uh, <laughs> Beck, Beck Clark. So Beck is Tony's sister, so it probably sounds really biased, but we—I did this all. I put no, it into a randomizer.
1: I did not touch you didn't anything. Touch
0: a button. I didn't touch a thing. No, um, so awesome work to Beck. She's yeah. similar situation, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, out in the middle of um, She's
1: doing night. Shift three
0: kids, night nursing. shift nurse, homeschooling.
1: homeschooling. Not, yeah, not, yeah, all of
2: that. Like not
0: easy. Like it's not like yeah. So yeah. she's she's, she's done it do under. Night
2: shift. And she'll stay up until, you know, nine o'clock in the morning and she'll train. And then she'll stay up for probably the rest of the day and then she'll go to bed. Yeah. 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 So she's, she's been joining yeah. a lot of she the morning sessions it. as yeah. well.
0: And so it's not like a, a lot of these people too. It's not like they're just walking. They're joining in on the sessions as well. Yeah. So they're doing the, the um, the I, classes and I loved yeah.
1: how when we finished a session, especially like for, um, like Loz, mm. should we finish the ses- session, and she's be like, I hate that yeah. 255 double unders equates to only five steps that's, on my yeah. on my watch. That is bullshit. And <laughs> she was driving to Bendigo and yeah. all the rest for work. So. that's the awesome
0: thing though, because people are getting their workout, and like that workout isn't counting or contributing to really that much yeah. to their no, total not, the steps. Of steps because a lot of their workouts fairly stationary doing some lifting and whatnot so it's yeah like yes they're getting a, a great workout and burning a lot of calories but they're they're steps they're not just doing that workout to get their steps up yeah so awesome work to them oh so Beck gets uh the sauna passes ten
1: sauna, pass.
0: 10 sauna pass when the saunas get here um which yeah that's super exciting
1: that is super exciting. Well done. Um, just to be be one extra special mention because um, they don't have any social media accounts really is Daisy. Daisy was sending me her steps. Daisy every... probably would have been like
0: runner up in terms of total distance.
1: Um, I think. I think. Her or Between Kathy, between Kathy it would be a bit of a bet between Kathy and Kathy Stan and Di. Pick to be second overall, um, she she was smashing the steps. Like she would message me and say, oh, I'm a bit tired today. One of the workers didn't show up. <laughs> and she'd done 28,000 steps.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like yeah. Dicey's got a new hip. She's kind of, um, kind of making sure that she's using it. So her averages were a bit the same, like 18, 16, wow. 14, 14. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's um then the rest. She's doing the a few rest steps. Were like 20, 20, 25, 25, 15, 13, 28, 18. So there was not a, she'd never just do the 10,000. Nope. It was always like more than that. And that's so,
0: that's why you can like if for anyone who does know Daisy, she is one of the fittest, strongest, most yeah. resilient, yeah. uh highest pain threshold people you will ever meet um so yeah god love it awesome she was taking a photo
1: with her phone of her screen from her because she's um,
0: dies not a in- social media instagram person on
1: her fitbit and sending it to me and they'll be like geez you got a lot of sleep that day so <laughs> was she just send me the whole thing um plus she do the
0: she do the classes as she well do the monday sort of wednesday lunchtime, Friday, lunchtime yeah. Zooms. She's yep. joined
1: into that, so we've actually she's actually got that down pat now, so she can mm. get on to the old Zoom. And even though the whole time we're on Zoom, the camera's pointing to the top of her yeah. regola We yep. can't really see her. I'm like, "Are you still there, Daisy?" And then she poke her head in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still going. Lovely, <laughs> like, yeah, cool. good, job. There. good job, good job, good, very good job.
0: So there, there you go. There's the challenge results and stuff. Yeah, so perfectly. moving forward. Um, I say well, our focus was to be the uh, attachment theory stuff, but we're—I guess that's kind of split theme because we're 30 minutes in, and um,
2: oh, I think it's going to be a I long think one. Fine. But it yeah, the, the, the
0: theme is going like our theme for this session or podcast was to be on attachment theory. Mm-hmm. So a couple of weeks ago, I downloaded a book that was recommended by Catherine Ducey, who was recommended by Bree um, to listen to her on some podcasts and. This book was cool, like really, really interesting. Um, it was like an eight hour audio book that I listened to, but that s- sent me down a bit of a rabbit hole of listening to plenty of other podcasts and then getting Tony and Bree, and basically everyone, really everyone funny. who I think would find it interesting, I've yeah. got them onto it and them to yeah. do the quiz and it's kind of a bit like the love languages. When we spoke about the love languages and a lot of it's that self-awareness <coughs> um, and once once you know a little bit about it and become a little bit aware of it, you see it in other people and you see it in mm-hmm. yourself and it helps you to, I don't know, just figure things out, probably a bit I'm gonna more clarity. I'm
1: going to do the love language, the love language um, quiz again. So I think that when you first do the... I think it's worth doing twice. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it
0: changes throughout time too.
1: Well, when you first do the quiz, you think of your current situation, your current partner. Like you're kind of thinking that Mm -hmm. instead of just um, relationships with... Everyone. Everybody, like your children, your parents, Mm. whatever. Correct. As a whole. So you kind of think that... I know that when I did it with Michael because I got Michael to do it... um, I was reading the questions and he was just answering me and I'm pretty sure that some of the answers were just what he thought that I wanted him to say rather than what he actually thought. And I feel like
0: a lot of people would do that. They'd have a bias behind them without realising when they're doing it. Because
1: I would totally say that his um, love language is um, the... um, Gifts, acts of service. uh, Acts acts of of service, service. yeah. Um, And that didn't... That was like his second, not his first. His Mm -hmm. first was physical touch, but um it's totally it's totally wrong he's totally wrong, like sussed him out. yeah <laughs> if, if Michael brings you food yeah like that's that's the,
0: his way of showing love
1: like, yeah. yeah like or or affection or any of that mm. like he, he's just like he he loves he loves that mm. like. He fixed the table, the chair about outdoor thing and sends me videos of it. Like,
2: he, <laughs> he look
0: yeah, look, I mate, i fixed
2: this for yeah. you. you can use this seat. Aww. And I'm like, hey, could you, <laughs> 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 whatever, yeah, bored <laughs> Michael, yeah. But,
0: um, Aww. so going into this whole attachment theory stuff, just to give people a bit of an understanding without going too crazy into it, is uh, attachment theories, it's a very well-known thing in psychology. Um, they did studies back in, I think it was the 90s. Yeah. So I've just got a little thing here, but just gives you a quick understanding. Basically what they did is they had uh, a parent, a stranger, and a child, and they would go into a room, stay in the room for a few minutes, then the parent would leave, stay out of a room for three minutes, and then come back in. There was There's a bit more to it, but that's the basic gist of it, and it was all about how the child responded and you had your secure, your anxious, and your avoidant uh, attachment styles. And essentially just to give you a bit of an idea is with the secure attachment style child, when the parent returned to the room, um, the child would become positive and happy when it was picked up and you know, calmed down. With the anxious style, the infant would approach the mother, but resist contact and even push away when picked up and with the avoidant That's the infant things. the, the <laughs> yeah the, the infant would show oh, little interest when the mother returned so it would kind of be like nah you've done this to me like bugger off bugger off yeah. so what the whole attached book was about was using this principle of with children mm-hmm. and then how it relates to later on in life when we when we become adults and in relationships so not just like platonic relationships but like yeah. All sorts of relationships. It's uh, it's it's very. I don't know. I don't have a word to describe it. Like I, I just find it so interesting. It's
2: very interesting. Um, I found it really interesting. I didn't. Um, it's just relating back to that inner child sort of stuff, like the, tra- yes. Not necessarily the, well, yeah. the trauma. Yes, necessary.
0: Well, yeah. Trauma, yeah, a lot of it is definitely your nurture. Yeah, how you've it, been nurtured exactly, yeah. and then how you respond.
2: Yeah, and it's like because the podcast I listen to the podcast usually me to listen to, but it reminded me of like a really bad high school video that used to make you watch. It was made in the early 90s and mm. I just, I found it really, like it was so interesting to listen to.
0: Was that with the author? Uh.
2: I can't remember. the guy. introspection, introspection.
0: Match. Yeah, that was with the author. Yeah, that's, that's
1: the that author? was the actual author. So the, oh, the, God. The, the, the
2: voice on it. <laughs> um,
1: the actual interviewer, he, she didn't actually get a word in some of it. Like yeah. He just, he, she
2: I was thought he was to... all right. I thought well, he was, I, I yeah. Liked, he was very interesting to listen to. Oh, he, was, way... he was so excited. I feel yeah. Like, yeah. He yeah. loved yeah. it. He was super passionate yeah. about it. Yeah. Like He was.
1: Yeah. He was. I think it was close to when the book was released originally. Yeah, 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 probably, yeah. yeah. So he was all about it, and she was trying to ask he'd him. come questions. a little
0: closer, Tony, because it's not really picking well, you up when, so, <laughs> when you so get so far away.
1: She, yeah, so she was asking, trying to ask him questions, but he would just still be answering the same question as he. Asked yeah, she she kind
0: of try and butt in and talk he, over him sometimes, and he'd just be like, "Nope," and just <laughs> yeah, keep going. He
1: just kept going. He was. Um, it was he, a hard he he definitely
0: before. knew a lot about obviously writing a book on it he he knew a lot so he's a psychiatrist himself very well educated
1: i listened to another podcast where they talked about the book but didn't interview him um and they were two two comedians from la um and i found that more interesting that's why i sent Mm -hmm. it to you just because it was um Light-hearted. Um, it was like their opinions of the book, as yeah. well as explaining mm. explanation of it as well. Yeah. So they kind of I don't know what I didn't check when that podcast was made, but it was kind of like a little bit of um, a light. It because they gave a little bit of denial to the the theory. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Um, Not not because I didn't think the theory theory was wrong. It was just that, well, what about when they've got this issue and they can't say that they've got this issue and I'm like, you're not- You're
0: not not understanding it. You're
1: not, yeah, you're not actually- They're in
0: this category because they have this issue. The issue caused Mm. that.
1: Yes, so they couldn't bring it back to that. They they were just thinking about past relationships. Um. Sing, yeah, right. single.
0: They're trying to relate it to themselves, but yes. their, their ego is getting in the way and not yes. allowing them to actually go reflect on themselves and go, oh yeah, this yeah. one actually yeah. no, is no, me. No, no, it
1: wasn't me, it wasn't, it wasn't me. But th- the thing is, if you actually were listening to it properly, mm. you're the one who chose that person mm. and you're like, but I didn't know that he had this issue and this issue. And I'm like, hmm, didn't you though? Yeah. Pretty sure, didn't all of a sudden...
0: Well, sometimes there's just that lack of awareness, isn't there? But yeah. essentially okay. it breaks it down from those three children. Well, there was there is four essentially, but when you're an adult, you've got the secure, the anxious, the avoidant, and then you've got like the mixture, the hybrid of the anxious and avoidant. Yeah. But the three main ones are secure in a relationship. Yeah. They're pretty self-explanatory, anxious yeah. in a relationship, so always feeling needy and needs attention and needs that... Um, reassurance, reassurance yeah. yeah and then the avoidant is the opposite of that so when they're with a partner who does try and get too close they try and distance themselves from a, from the relationship
2: yeah it's like they're losing their
0: independence correct like still, yeah. so the book goes pretty deep into a lot of it and gives a lot of examples but um mm. yeah it's one of those things where you listen to it and once you have heard a little bit about it you start picking people that you know in your life yeah. and you're like hmm i think they're an anxious type yeah. I think they're uh, avoidant. I think um, they need a big siren
1: on their head, yeah. and we don't want to talk about it. But I think the key... Oh, I
0: thought it was white. What do you mean? I think the key takeaway from it is, though, it's not like... It's not necessarily that, like, if you are not a secure type, that it's bad. It's not. It's not like that. And I think a lot of people, if they just heard for small amount of it, they would take it that way. No, that's right. It's just self awareness and knowing that. that,
1: that, That's that's the key, and that's the key of what we've been talking about this whole time with um, the love language. Everything. Self awareness is, is that you can go okay currently i'm fitting into these categories and i'm picking the wrong person because of this this and this correct i can change these things mm-hmm. about how i'm doing this and yeah because you've got a few
0: options you can either change let's say the anxious and the avoidant type tend to be attracted towards each other yes. but but they are terrible together yeah. it'll never work almost is what they're saying so if you're an anxious type or an avoidant type then just having that self-awareness not to pick that is one option. The other option would be trying to work and work on yourself and work towards a a more secure type potentially. And then like the secure type generally they say is like can work with everything because they're very secure in themselves. They're very understanding.
1: They do make the other person become a secure type. More secure, yeah. Once they're in the relationship. So you don't actually, you might not start off as the secure type. but. Partnering with a secure type will make you a secure type. Uh, I liked how the girls um, in that podcast at the end, they were just like, so my number is if you're a secure type, you're hitting (laughs) up. because I was picking the wrong people. But they also said that secure types aren't in the dating pool for very long.
0: Yeah. So secure type, I I believe if I'm right, make up about 50% of the population. Mm, Um, But the secure type tends to... um, Stay in longer-lasting relationships, yeah. and when they're out of a relationship, they tend not to last out of a relationship for too long. Well, not like they, they bounce from, from yeah. one to the other. Mm. They're, they're happy to be alone, but yeah. because they are like almost the perfect like they they say it in a the book, they're like the perfect relationship type almost because yeah. they do so well. They um, yeah, they don't take too long. Whereas the anxious type. They tend to bounce back into relationships really, really quickly. Often, yep. and the avoidant type will just be like, "Nah, catch you later." Like they, oh, yeah. they will stay away from relationships for quite some time because they mm-hmm. don't want to get that. They're more the ones who will um, booty call and but they'll never let anyone close yeah, and let anyone in.
2: Yeah, I really just think the avoidant ones more about people think they're losing their independence.
0: Correct. So I think
2: that's, but you can be independent and have
0: a partner. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 100% yeah. you can. So I, I think everyone should, uh, anyone who's listening, do the quiz. There's a few quizzes online. Well,
2: because we have did the, the basic test. Yeah, I've done a couple. And then I've got a link for the more in-depth test, Yeah. which was attached to another attached podcast that I listened to. Oh, shoot it through. So um, this one was the two girls from The Bachelor that I was talking about the other day. So this is like the Life Uncut podcast, and they actually did one this week about the attachment theory and I was like, Oh, that's ironic. Um, <laughs> I listen to that. <laughs> um, yeah, and one of them's got a one year old daughter and then as they were talking about the attachment theories, the one that's got the Laura who's got the daughter, she said she used to be um, you know, a really anxious type and now that she's with her partner, she doesn't feel like that mm. anymore. So it's like obviously different people have made her feel different ways and mm. brought out different
0: yeah, and you definitely change. Definitely, different aspects of your life. You would be, you of could course. definitely be on oh, a different you, attachment you style.
1: You, Michael and I've been married for twenty-two years, oh. I could can tell you now that the, our attachment types have probably changed multiple times yeah. during the whole yeah. during the whole marriage. Like, yeah. you, you don't just, yeah, it's not like you you change as a person, so mm. that has to change mm-hmm.
0: along with
2: it. Yeah.
0: It was really interesting in the book. I don't know if they spoke about it in the podcast, but they spoke about how traditionally people would tend to think that males would be more the avoidant yes, type the and females would tend yeah. to be more likely to be the anxious, anxious type. type. But yeah, the guy spoke about it and he's like not the case. Yeah. He's like that it's it's a very, very even spread yeah, throughout. Which is really interesting because you would you would think that oh, well, naturally
1: that's, that's that that's us uh, yeah.
0: Male
2: I think that's how trains. society, yeah, sort of perceives it. Men and women. Yeah, yeah, correct. Masculine and feminine, like yeah. masculine, strong, and whatever they don't
0: need. Independent like, and feminine. Yeah, and women are nurturing. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly the type of thing
1: yeah. that, that we talked about with the the child, the whole childhood trauma. Yeah, you're a boy. Stop mm-hmm. crying. Stop mm-hmm. crying. You know, <laughs> man Yeah, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's okay, sweetheart. Yeah. You know daddy's here yeah. blah blah <laughs> like you, 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 this is the this is the traits yeah. that you get told that yeah. I actually did listen to another Jamie Smith podcast because they were funny um and um they were talking about that um the the child stuff as well which was really bizarre because it was just like hey we're just talking about that how come like i'm just randomly picking yeah Yeah,
0: it's really weird like i just got into that book and now all of a sudden like lots of podcasts i've seen like you said before and you just said um Mm. it seems to be a theme right now yeah i don't know
2: but then like the chick who's got the baby on this podcast she was like how do i raise my child to be like a well-rounded sort of i know
0: (laughs) a lot of it's to show it a lot of love if you if yeah. That's from from a lot of the stuff I've read. Is to show your child a lot of love. Like they're like the old school method of like if we're going back to the nineteen forties, fifties, sixties, they did a lot a lot of the psychology back then was if you give your child too much love, they're going to be too clingy and too attached, and they're not going to be strong. And instead, you need to they're let them thinning. figure it out. And blah 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 blah. And the new research and the new science is like no, that's that's a load of bullshit. Um, and it's basically saying the opposite. So it's like show your child lots of love um, throughout their life. Like show, tell them you love them, show them love, yeah. um, so that they're not developing these insecurities and strange behaviors. Um, definitely hold them accountable. And um, what was one of the other things? Like don't shame them. Well, don't don't the shame wolf. your children. Yeah. Okay. So okay. really, really, really interesting. That's like what a lot of the most recent research is.
1: Don't reckon them with the stick.
0: Don't throw don't don't throw don't combs throw at their right eyes. Brush, yeah. Or don't go to the show and
1: buy one of those canes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny, hey, because it's like that was the old school parenting style. Was was that? And you like get we, strapped. Yeah, 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 like we wow. we were raised pretty tough. But I can definitely see how like when 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 people are raised without attention, we see it at a gym here all the time. Like because we have lots of kids that have trained here over the years and you know you see the ones who act up a lot they're acting up because they want some attention Attention. and they want to they want attention from their from their parents Mm -hmm. they want attention from anyone so acting up even though it's negative attention it's still attention yeah and children crave attention
1: and especially with the um i uh, I, I, I don't know i've like the kids and i've had so many different scenarios of different Mm. groups with the children and consistency is key yeah um and we're going to go back to consistency with training consistency with food consistency Consistency with everything but when you're raising your children if you are this is the way it is and this is the rules or um you know, especially if I'm going to discipline you with um, love and, you know, the, the yes. consistency of, of anything is key. Yeah. Well, that's
0: it. If you've got one moment, your parent's showing you a whole bunch of love, and then the next moment, they're like, watch yeah. across the face. And this, like, constantly changing and you're getting mixed signals as a child with an undeveloped yeah. brain, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, like, well, a child's just going to be, be.
1: I'm just going to be naughty because I'm going to get some attention. Yeah. Or if you're going to have that attention. Um, by doing good, or you know, like we were talking about the the reward with food, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Like it's
0: just consistent. Gee, it's getting blowy out. Oh Oh, my goodness!
1: They're
2: supposed to get
0: really awful. Yeah, holy bloody dooly. But um, yeah, super interesting those attachment styles. I think everyone should do the quiz and let us let us know what they are. We'll put yeah. There's a few different quizzes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's a few different quizzes. But um, it's interesting though. Like, uh, you, you can do the quiz. Just say like, like you, know, you know, I've been married for 22 years. I'm not really looking for um what my attachment style is because yeah. I'm looking for a partner. No, yeah, correct. but it's very, understanding. Yeah, and yeah. interesting. self-awareness. it. The,
0: the way to do it's like what we said with the love languages is do it truthfully. Don't do it trying to please yeah. someone or trying to get a certain type. Just do it truthfully, like completely truthfully. And when you get results, don't don't let your ego sort mm. of get its back up. Like, yeah. look at it—it's self-awareness. Whether it's what you wanted to see or not, it's, it's completely objective. Like this is just what it's told you, yeah. and now you can make decisions around whatever. Like it—it gives you a fair bit of feedback as to what your personality traits tend to be like yeah. and depending on the quiz you do there's a few different ones but some of them give you a fair Actually, quite a bit of feedback yeah.
1: and a bit of yeah, like not just you specifically sit into this one you've got this with traits of this in it
0: and don't just think about it as, as relationships with your partner like there's relationships with your your parents relationships with your friends and you look at it from that point of view as well not just not just like failed relationship yeah work relationships (laughs) but not just like failed failed relationships with your ex or whatever (laughs) (laughs) you're a dickhead But look, yeah, I, I think I think everyone looks at it when they when they first start and they just think about like their their partner or whatever, like or, yes. or exes. But yeah. look at it as like friends and relationships you've had with friend, different friends yeah. and different groups, and yeah. Have
2: you ever done a personality
0: test? Yeah, I done a few different ones. Yeah, because
2: there's eight different personality types. I
0: think. Is that is that like
1: when you used to make the thing with your hand oh, and that, go pick a, yeah. <laughs>
2: pick, <laughs> pick a number? Pick a colour. Pick other. a colour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's quite interesting. You per- need to run one. around
0: the block. <laughs> I did the best one I've done so far is Jordan Peterson's one. That one's that one's really cool. I don't know what one I've done. Jordan Peterson's one doesn't it doesn't necessarily give you what your personality type is. Oh. It rates you um, in percentiles of different is attributes.
1: Is like working out your star sign? <laughs> yeah, yeah. the yeah. chart. Oh bloody hell! I don't know, like.
0: This one this one's yeah. more like it, it just rates it doesn't say you're this personality type it yeah. just rates you in levels of like empathy yeah. in levels call of the
1: police you need, need to go to, go go to go jail <laughs> Yeah You 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 would be
0: super interesting to actually see what yours is <laughs> super interesting not in a bad way but like I think you'd just be interesting yeah. like not in a bad way but like cuz you're <laughs> you're a very high empathy person but you're a very high energy person so it would be it'd be curious um and Yeah <laughs> Because there is like. think you're There's like. Well, there's levels of. You get rated on your, your percentile as aggression. I'm, it is Paul Michael, though. Come on. Fucking hell.
1: Anyway, go. Yeah, so there's,
0: you, you get rated on like aggression, um, industriousness, um, like heaps. There's like tons. So. Just interesting, like whether again, it's one of those things you take it with a grain of salt. I think you take every all of these things with a grain of salt. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's just like we said before, everything is self awareness. Yeah, it's
2: just a bit of an insight, but it's definitely
0: self awareness. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I, f- I feel like you've got to be in the right mindset to do these things because if you're just yeah. if you're just gonna do it and get your back up and go, that's not me. That's yeah. not me. Yeah. Um, and do a bit of a head bubble. Um, <laughs> you won't. You know what are you gonna, what are you gonna get out of it? Like you've yeah. got to want to go. Okay, like this is gonna give me an insight into myself.
1: Sometimes you find things and go, oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm happy to be that way, and I'm, I'm not, I don't really feel like I need to change that. And other mm. times you can get some results and say oh, shit, well, I don't want to be remembered as that. Yeah. Like, mm. At the end of the day, I don't want my kids to explain me to their kids or their grandkids that mm. this is how my mum was or, yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you might get something out of it that you might want to change.
0: Yeah. I think it's just like working on yourself and working on yourself is definitely something that should never end, whether it be in terms of working on, like we work on our fitness, uh, we work on education, Um, but working on your mindset and working on being the best person Mm -hmm. like no one's perfect we all have imperfections but if we can be aware of those imperfections and try and improve them like we're never going to perfect them but if we can try and improve them and identify the things about us that maybe aren't too crash hot and other people don't really like like it causes conflict or it causes this or that and we're like that's not a positive thing thing to have in my life or a positive way to react in certain circumstances or situations yeah. then we can when we identify it then we can work on it if you don't know if you don't identify it anyway or become aware of it yeah. it's never going to improve and you're just going to be going through this cycle of same things happening like everyone always has that thing and they always point the blame mm. like whether it be in relationships and they're like oh i always get in this relationship and this dickhead blah 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 so and this this person that. does this yeah, and no, this person like, does this like,
1: Definitely have a time. Yeah. But it's like,
0: yeah. a lot of the time, if, if the same thing's happening over and over and over and over and over again, yeah. it's like, what's the problem? Is the problem the other person? Or maybe... Something that you're doing. Crazy. Yeah. Maybe it's me. Yeah. And maybe I need to work on something. Definitely.
1: Maybe I'm picking the wrong people because exactly. I'm attracting this and my attached type is really bad.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, there was some stuff on that podcast with Terry Crews and he spoke about... Um, like best my best friends. we're besties now oh, no, um sorry. Sorry. he spoke about self-love and when he had some real negative things happen in his life yeah. it, he's like, kind of like it was my fault it's like because i didn't have enough self-love and whatever oh. awareness around this and that that caused me to behave in this way or that way and super interesting for a guy who's like it's an older Tim, Tim
2: Ferriss one.
0: I'm not sure how old it is, to be honest. I don't think yeah. it's that old. I think it was earlier this year. Oh, okay. But I don't. I don't listen to Tim Ferris like religiously. I yeah. like it, but it's got to be someone that you're like interested like the Hugh Jackman in. one. I listen yeah. to the other. I wouldn't just scroll yeah. through because there's a lot to of randoms. The
1: Hugh Jackman, um, Showman soundtrack today because I was. <laughs>
0: And I'm, P- oh, I'm PTing.
1: God, I was
0: in a great mood. I, I, I like it, but I was I was PTing Sylvia outside, and we've just got we've got the greatest showman soundtrack just wow. blasting, yeah. and we I, I pop. Detroit, we, we got about two Zach or three. Efron's in the movie, Craig. He is. Yeah, I love I Zach. Yeah, I music. know. But I popped my head in, and I was like, after about two or three songs, I'm like, Tony, can we change it? This is this is a bit extra for a Friday morning. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs>
0: but i just- I do like it. I, 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 when that when that movie came out, I blasted yeah. that soundtrack driving yeah, along in my car, like screaming I like full volume. Since
1: listening to that podcast, Aww. how's
0: that? Well, I think yeah, because he's just such a likable, nice human, he's and so
2: beautiful. Yeah, give him a
0: hug. But yeah, check out um, <laughs> check out the Terry Crews check out the Terry Crews one yeah. because I feel like after listening to that, it's kind of like the same. I'm like, he's such a nice human being and yep. such a hard working man and he works on himself a lot, which I thought was really cool. He's like, you know, he's he's always talking about different books and blah blah blah. And I'm like, ah oh, like I love that sort of yeah. shit. Yeah.
1: I um I listened to another Tim Ferriss um Ooh. podcast this week what was and that? it was um to do with the I actually uh, yeah. it moved on from the attached Theory. You thought or, you had. Well, so no, I was moving, <laughs> oh. moving, moving along with it, let's say that, let's say That's that. That's better. Moving along with it. So um, one of my clients, Dee, um, said that she was watching a show on Netflix called... Yeah. Marie Kondo which is she's like the tidy the Japanese tidy queen or I can't remember oh. exactly what the Netflix will put up in the notes though yeah. um and I don't watch a lot of TV so like you know I, yeah. we, we know this I have like some kind of attention de- deficit disorder that doesn't doesn't sit well with TV but she goes to a list of um tidying she's the Japanese tidying master so I listened to the podcast about her mm. and I trained to it on Thursday, yep. which was really super ch- different. Yeah, Like I, I have trained to podcast before. That's not the different. Yep. It's the fact that Tim Ferriss loves, has, uh, did um, some schooling in Japan. Oh. So he's super, was super interested in and let her speak in Japanese. Mm. Oh, so gosh. it was sub, it was, it was, um, they dubbed it.
0: No. Oh, yeah. It was subtitled.
1: It, yeah. So it was, you had to re- watch it. There was Interpreter.
0: Okay, so it was, yeah, dub, and someone interpreted it. So yeah, it,
1: so it was, he uh. asked the question, she spoke in Japanese. The Interpreter. Then the Interpreter spoke and said it in English. Jesus Christ. I know, you think that would be, um, you Quite know. Quite
0: hard and, diff- yeah. Yeah, difficult yeah. to listen
1: to, while you're, but it was to right. do, while you're trying to do training. But... Actually, really liked it, and oh, like okay. what he said at the very start of the thing, that he, she's got a very soothing kind of voice, even though she's talking in another language. Mm-hmm. And I did end up finding that after I got a little distracted. um <laughs> Again, uh, no, <laughs> why are you actually speaking? Like, you know, that she's <laughs> the the funniest quote in the whole of the podcast was yes. that she said that she tidied up so much she actually passed out from it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> She's so gross.
0: When, like, when she was a child, or when she was working like, at someone's uh, place, or
1: like mid-teens, like when she was, yeah, yeah, before she when she was doing uni and stuff. So, so she, she, she tied so much that she passed out from it. So, so does she have so obsessive her,
0: compulsive disorder?
1: No. So this is this is the oh no, this is what brings right. it back to the attached yeah. theory. Right. She she goes to um tidying or it's like cleaning out and she does talk about some severe Mm. um hoarding things and you know that kind of Mm. stuff but it's still an attachment
0: yeah yeah absolutely attachment
1: to clothes attachment to family items attachment to you know and most of the time it reverts back to the same theories as what we've been talking about like you can't let go of something yeah um and then you start It's like an anxiety people. behind yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Correct. So that's why I thought it was really interesting. But she talks about it in does this item or does this thing that, okay. that you've that you got bring you joy. Yeah. So she talks about tidying and cleaning stuff out in order.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So you need to do it in the order. So once you get down to the last thing in the order, which is your personal items or your... Um,
0: Stuff that's hard to let go.
1: Yeah. Things that you
0: are more attached to. Yeah.
1: So like, uh, so miscellaneous, they're not, you know, they're not necessarily a lamp or whatever. or It's not like something that your mum's giving you or something that you're holding on to. You do that last because by then you've trained your brain to do it. So it goes in order of clothing, books, papers, or all your paperwork, um, like a miscellaneous block
2: yeah
1: uh which is kitchen items and that kind of stuff yeah and then it goes to your personal effects after that so Mm -hmm. by the time you get there you should have trained your brain to be able to make the decision Mm. without as much emotion in saying that though she says pick up the thing that you've got look at it does it spark joy in your life do you see it and does it spark joy if you never wear it um, if you're just holding yeah. on to it because yeah. one time I wore this,
2: yeah.
1: Um, but when you see it, does it spark joy? When you when you're holding it, does it spark joy? Yeah. If not, and she talks about thanking Thank the object. Oh, yeah, right. Thank you for um, the, the time, time we that had. we that we <laughs> got we dressed together. up in this, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed that day. But um, see, now you're up. gone.
0: The gimp mask. Wow. <laughs> 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 Great. Thank you for the time together. <laughs> Goodbye.
1: <laughs> anyway, so, but I, th- I, th- the I found it interesting is because it's the same. It's yeah. it being attached to things. And then I mean, you're talking about whole houses of stuff. Like you could accumulate a lot of things and you- So start I feel off- like
0: that would definitely, like if you, if you put like an attachment type to it, it definitely tend to be the more anxious, anxious. attachment type who yes. would be hoarders.
1: Well, the show apparently she does go a little bit more in depth of how to fold your items in your clothing to fold them correctly. so when you see them, they are tidy and it sparks joy. Yeah, right. Um, so there's a lot there's a, there's a bit more to it than I have yet to delve into. but
0: there's a, there's a lot of layers of everything and um,
1: yeah have a, have a, I don't know if you I don't know if you want to have a listen to it because it's a long one.
2: Um, it sounds interesting
1: it was longer but you'll i don't know sometimes oh don't it's start playing it like, you you don't you can i guess you can uh turn off because yeah. she's speaking Jap- japanese yeah, yeah, yeah. and then just uh and was a pause. Hours. it goes for
0: about an hour, an hour and, just over an hour an hour, hour, hour 10.
1: Five. yeah so um but there is a show on netflix so you might get you might be able hmm. to just watch binge watch there's only one season yeah. but apparently she is like one of the top influencers influencers in the world yeah, right. definitely top in japan um and then she talks about uh, other things like um how she starts her day and she'd be a
0: very structured stuff. person i'd imagine and routine and yeah yeah, super interesting, interesting. what about you Brie did you listen to anything good this um, week
2: I listened to one I think it was like last weekend so I can't really remember quote for quote what they actually spoke about but it's a I think she's an English nutritionist and the podcast is called live well be well her name's Sarah Ann Macklin and I listened to one she interviewed Kaggy Dunlop who she has her own pod, podcast as well which is called Satin Return um and no I don't want to press play um so they talk about how um you look at your friends or you look at your family or when you're in a social setting and you start comparing yourself to other people Mm -hmm. and how you you know it can become a bit of a chameleon and um, start acting the same way that someone else is acting and yep. things like that, and how it can lead to some sort of anxiety and how you disapprove within yourself. Um, but Kaggy also struggled with like anxiety and depression and eating disorders, so it also talks about um, a lot of mental health mm-hmm. sort of stuff as well. But it was quite interesting, it was about there, uh, only goes for about an hour. Um, but yeah, it was kind of in the same sort of category as what we've been discussing, but yeah cool yeah yeah How about you? I'll,
1: i'm gonna binge watch some of that show on the weekend I think. yeah check it out yeah
0: be interesting having listened to that and then watching it it'd be quite interesting
2: hmm.
0: yeah i just listened to the terry i listened to terry Crews one i've listened okay. to a few others this week i've actually been a pretty like productive week in terms of like podcasts i've listened to mm. one pretty much every time i've trained but that was definitely the standout for me so i highly recommend anyone listening to the terry cruise podcast yeah. because he's just like they call him the hardest working man in Hollywood and yeah.
1: the guy I is <laughs>
2: I don't think you
0: can on that without playing it it's weird but yeah this this guy is crazy um like he was an I, I knew this but I only found this out maybe a year ago as he was an artist before he even yeah, became an American better, an NFL footballer and then became the actor that he's known for today and now he's moved back more towards art. so um, he released a furniture line through like this big furniture company last year like very expensive furniture right. and he said how, his inspiration behind it. This was so interesting. He's, much, he's such a very like creative, visual sort of person, and he was a very successful artist. Like he got full scholarship to one of the best art academies in America. Um, like he wasn't just do a few drawings. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a football jock. Yeah. He was that first, and then athletics was second. He said that was always his number one priority, and he always intended to come back to art. But he released this art uh, furniture range, mm. and he said he sat down. And thought to himself, "What would furniture look like if if Egypt or Egyptians were like like the you know pyramids Egyptians like way back pharaohs and stuff were around now making furniture?" Shit. And you see his furniture because I I googled it after, and it's freaking beautiful. God, it is like amazing, and yeah, like selling for a lot of money. Um, Yeah.
2: So how
0: did he get into acting? He got in. He, I don't know if he spoke <laughs> about yeah, how he got yeah. into acting. He said his first movie was with um, Arnie it was one of the Arnie, oh, right. Arnie Schwarzenegger movies. Um, is it sixth, sixth day or something like that. I can't remember. What, it's oh. one of Arnie's early ones. Yeah, right. But But um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, he didn't really go into how he got into. Yeah,
2: it's so odd. Go from art to football to acting.
0: Yeah, and now back
2: comedy and now furniture making.
0: Back to back to art. Yeah. Well, acting and
1: comedy is a form of art. So yeah, it's all yes, art. He needed a, needed an art. Hmm? Yeah, but he, yeah. he spoke
0: a lot about different. Um, I guess like traumas and different things in his life that he had to overcome, which mm. was whether it be family or coaches and all that sort of stuff. It was yeah. quite interesting. Even in um, like right now he's taking a big stand against all the stuff going on in Hollywood of um, like people, you know, getting ab- abused, I guess, to, you know, if you want this role, you have to do this thing and pr- primarily onto women. Yeah. And he's taking a big, scary. he's taken a massive stand for that. Mm. And he, he said in it, he goes, he doesn't know if this is like, because he is taking such a big stand against it. And these people were the most powerful people in the entertainment industry who are right. in trouble with it. He said, he doesn't know if he will ever have a career in the entertainment industry again, wow. which was super interesting. Oh, yeah. But he's like, he, he in himself, he knows he has to take a stand against this, but yeah. it's the, the right thing to do. yeah But there was a lot of deep stuff that he spoke about so that's enough of that's that cool. I could speak about it. I don't know we can make a whole podcast on yeah. that too because it was so good but I yeah like I'll definitely be sending it to you too and I'm sure we'll yeah. have a talk about it in the we'll week. week but yeah. um yeah highly recommend it so I'll chuck that in the show notes too
2: Who
0: otherwise I don't know have you guys got anything else I think that's I think we covered a few things we covered a lot it's an hour and six minutes and oh. I think we both have some PTs starting soon so
1: just just FYI did you make your bed today <laughs>
2: I stripped it because uh, I needed to wash my sheets. Uh, <laughs> so I washed my sheets, I put them out on the clothesline, and then I did what every other crazy mother does when it starts raining. I was like, oh, no, the clouds are going gray. And I was like, ran out there and took the sheets off, and now they're all hanging I up in front of the heater. I tell you what's really
1: funny about this story. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know we brought it up last week.
0: <laughs> Context behind my, it. Listen to last um, week's episode.
1: Yeah. <laughs> my daughter's moved out. Yes. And I went. we went for a walk because we can't see each other anymore because yeah. we can't go to each other's house yeah. even though they lived there Lives last there. week or yeah. the week before or something. Yeah. Um the couple that she moved in with. Yeah. The 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 other female in the house. Her yeah. mum was very similar. Okay. And she's bucking the system more because she's moved out now. She's like, I am not making my bed for the whole year because yeah, mum used to make to me more. and I don't have to because <laughs> no one's gonna make me. Why would so you funny. why would you do that? Well, I don't know. But that's but it's like it's like <laughs> it, it she she's like yeah, I used to be in like so take, much trouble because I did not understand So yeah. I wanna live how, but how I old, wanna how live. How old is
0: she?
2: Mid twenties?
1: Yeah. I'm gonna live how I wanna live because now I'm in my own house now. Oh, Oh, this is the first time she's ever moved out.
2: This is her first experience
1: out. Like, she has had a partner Mm -hmm. and they've lived, like, she stayed a few nights at her partner's house I guess you know that kind of stuff but not actually lived outside of the home Uh and like is gone more the complete opposite of bucking the system saying my rules my house and I'm going to do it my way (laughs) but one of those things is I'm just not going to make my bed and um I was talking to Caitlin about it and she didn't Mm. listen to the podcast or anything she's like I walk past their room and their blinds shut and oh. their beds all messy and I just want to shut the door.
2: Oh, yeah, <laughs> But exactly. I,
1: I was, you know, I, was trying to think when my kids are small about. Did you make
2: know, your kids make their bed? Yes, yeah.
1: of course. Yeah. They get up, brush your teeth, make the bed. bed. Make the bed. Yeah. That's that's your morning rish, ritual. ritual. Yeah. Um, I wasn't like a Nazi oh, around I can't it. remember being a Nazi about it. I'll have yeah. to ask them if they thought that. Yeah. Um I don't go into their rooms now that they're teenagers and yeah. say when was the last time you changed your sheets or when did you make bed? And I don't don't strip their bed and make and yeah, change yeah, their yeah. sheets. They're yeah. they're adults. They can, yeah, they can in do. their own filth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's that's the word I was gonna use, but I thought maybe not. So um interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Were you made
2: to make
0: a bed? Yeah. Always, yeah. yeah.
1: Well and it it's a very different generational thing because Michael I don't think ever made his bed in his life
2: well we were we were talking about it with my parents last night and my dad said that his mum always made his His bed his mum
1: always made his bed
2: but I think dad moved
1: out Michael used to sit on the couch and he used to get his TV TV tray brought to him to have his dinner
2: oh see I don't know if my dad had that but mm. yeah Yeah, see I'm yeah
0: I always like even Grace every other week she's like it's so weird she goes you always just like you always make my bed I'm like, yeah. I'm habit. like, it, it's just a habit. Like, it should. Yeah. I feel like you get out of bed. You don't just leave it in a sty. Yeah. You make it. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to look real pretty, no. but you make the bed. Yeah. That's like something that takes a few seconds. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like it's like, you don't. When you go out and present, well, some people do. When you go out and present yourself, you try to look somewhat presentable. Correct. So that's just like a that's small like thing that the you dentists, can
1: do. You brush your teeth, brush your teeth before you go brush your in. Brush before, in, if the before you go. Clean your teeth. Yeah. You still do that. It's just.
0: Yeah. I I think it's like. I don't know.
1: <laughs>
2: just just yeah. a
0: little bit of like self-respect. Yeah. Almost. You just you make yourself look nice if you're going out and you're going to be seeing people yeah. and that sort of stuff, so yeah. you should I don't know, just have a bit of care.
2: Yeah. Around yeah.
0: it, I think. That's my opinion. Yeah. I don't no, not I don't everyone know. has to Yeah. go with that, but I agree. Yeah. There you go. There
2: you go. Make your bed. Make your bed. Make your bed. Well, <laughs> Or I
1: might
0: call you. Leanne's a Nazi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. <I> <laughs> <laughs> righty, guys. You today. <laughs>
0: we might leave it at that. Um, Have
1: a good weekend. Keep your steps up. Keep yeah. your steps up, and if you want to stay accountable, actually keep tagging us in the step challenge on our socials, so mm-hmm. you can contact either one of us, or, or either any of, us. Us. Yeah, any of or, us, or on our socials on um instagram the the gym gym social so invictus fitness mma um on instagram or uh the other one is in just invictus fitness yeah um or tony lane 74 um what's your handle Brie? just
0: Brianne huntley really huntley and (laughs) uh -hmm. Coach Coach Craig, Craig, easy. All right, guys, have a good weekend. Stay safe, be good, and we will see you next week.